Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Push the Roll, a low-prep dialogue-only actual play series that incorporates ideas from our Patreon posse into the game as the story develops. Join up at patreon.com slash ain'tslayed to contribute. And enjoy the madness. Susan just sighs and pulls the mandated first aid kit out of her bag that all heads of departments are supposed to keep 
at least in an area where they are easily accessible. Susan, could you could you try to put my nose back in place? With pleasure. <laughs> Just rolls up her sleeves and rubs her <laughs> hands with a bit too much glee, perhaps to Chet's eyes, but Dick probably doesn't notice. He's going to slam a white claw before this. So is Susan actually trying to help here, or...? Oh, yeah, she wants to put his nose back in joint, but she's going to enjoy grabbing and causing as much pain as possible while she does it. Then give me a first aid roll. Nope. That's an 85. (laughs) Well, you didn't fumble. (laughs) I do actually have some experience of trying to reset my own nose after it was broken, and I know how unpleasant it can be when it goes wrong. And so there's just this kind of wet squelching sound as his nose goes backwards and forwards, and a bit of blood comes out, and that's it. Is it straight? Ugh, damn, that hurt. Susan? Susan doesn't mind too much that it didn't work. She just enjoyed being able to cause him some grief under the guise of trying to help him. He's trying to look down to see if it's straight. Not quite straight, Dick, but I'm sure you're used to not quite straight. <laughs> Having seen him earlier. I told you I'd explain that later, Susan. <laughs> Shit. Well, I've got to get ready for this presentation if you're not going to help me. Need some good quotes so I can really impress Mr. Ruiz. Dick's just going to get up and read from Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Performatively. I do think Dick's ready. He's basically flipping through. uh, His whole suitcase is just packed with management books. So he's looking for the right one. Chad's absolutely ready. As is Chet. Susan is always ready. Chet made no preparations, it's clear. He's just sitting there with his feet up on a chair, just sort of relaxing. Richard's going to go to the kitchen just to look to see if there's any raw eggs. He'd like to slam a couple of those with a white claw before the presentation. He what? Just mix like three raw eggs in with a white claw and... Why? (laughs) Just he needs that protein. He needs the energy boost. So you make your preparations and an hour later... Mr. Ruiz returns, and he says, are you ready for your presentations now? Will he be presenting together or separately? Chet never even considered presenting with anyone else. Whatever you think is appropriate, Mr. Ruiz. Chet's already walking forward. Is there a podium or a dais? Um, How would you like me to deliver this speech? Are we doing sort of a turn the chair around and speak to the people sort of thing. I will take you to where the presentation will be taking place. Follow me. Then by all means, lead the way. And with that, he walks out of the saloon. Are we all going one at a time, or is it... He hasn't given any indication either way. Chet is right on his heels. Yeah, Chet's following. Yeah. Susan is following while taking notes on her meticulous outline on her clipboard. Chet's using the front-facing camera on his phone to fix his hair and make sure it looks just so. Chet is just openly drinking. (laughs) Richard forgets that his hand is bloody and puts it on Susan's shoulder and says, uh, Susan, uh, do you think that this is going to be like a haunted stable or something? There's got to be a reason they brought us here on Halloween. I'm trying to force the theme. (laughs) <laughs> does he say that out loud to her i'm trying to force <laughs> yes susan just takes one look at 
Dick's bloody hand. What have we discussed about inappropriate touching, Dick? Oh, I didn't know it was inappropriate. I was yeah. Non-consensual touching, Dick. Okay. Do you consent, Susan, to me? No. Nope. Touching your shoulder? Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and see, the thing is, Susan has little cloth covers, almost like exterior shoulder pads, so that she can remove them when someone touches her on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That is exceptional. (laughs) Tank pulls his hand away, and Susan just delicately pulls off this slip of cloth like it was on Velcro (laughs) and pulls the one off the other shoulder so that they match, calmly puts them in her pocket for later cleaning, and keeps walking. You follow Mr. Ruiz as he walks through the town. He walks down the one road and then out of town. He turns at the end of the road and he's starting to walk over towards the hills. Do you want to use my car? Exercise will be good for you, Chad. He looks back and says... There are ways these things must be done. Okay. I know my calves look ripped, but they're not real. It's really hard for me to walk up hills. Sir. We won't be going up. Oh, thank God. Okay. Do you mean we're going down? You would know about going down, Chad. Susan. I would, actually. I've read a couple of books on that. Admittedly, that's on Susan as a <laughs> as an HR issue right there. <laughs> Susan, please make a note for yourself. Report yourself. <laughs> Susan hates Chad. She doesn't care if, if she harasses Chad. She just hates him and wants him to leave. It's fair. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> well, the town didn't seem to have good Wi-Fi, and if we're going to be doing some sort of Zoom call or, or Teams presentation, I suppose we need to go somewhere with better Wi-Fi. That makes sense. You know, we have regulations about signal strength and things like that. I'm sure we do. I was just reading our SOP on the the flight here, Susan. Yes, we have a very robust SOP. And you carry on walking through the brush as you had this scintillating conversation. Ruiz leads you over towards the hills. It takes you about an hour to get there. Jesus. It's October, so it's not baking hot, but you're still doing this in sunshine, and by the time you get there, you're quite sweaty and possibly a bit worn out. (sighs) Mr. Ruiz doesn't slow down at all. Richard's panting. Susan, is this even legal? Yes. Like, Ruiz, you do marathons or what? He doesn't reply. There's nothing in your contract that says you can't be subjected to stimulating outdoor exercise. Stimulating? This is torture. Susan, report yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chad. Rui seems to be moving over towards what looks like a cave mouth. Hmm. Oh, this must be like one of those, you know, I've heard about some of the Silicon Valley companies are really exploring using dynamic environments for presentations. I've heard that the acoustics in these places are fantastic. 
Oh, sick. Is the board in there? Chad gets real excited that his dad might be in there and just runs toward the cave mouth. <laughs> well, he seems to be more in the loop than we are. Chet? Am I going to get fired? Almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> we hesitate to use the word fired. Um, we're interested in perhaps, um, like I said, just right-sizing the company. We're moving in a different direction. Yeah. If I never had the health benefits, do I still get Cobra? You never had the health benefits, that's correct? That's correct. I think technically I'm a contractor. We're just downscaling. How am I going to feed Champ? Champ is actually property of the company. (laughs) (laughs) All of the children belong to the corporation. (laughs) Susan's got her laser pointer out and she's playing with the laser light on the back of Chad's shirt as he's (laughs) running into the cave. Does Dick start batting at it like a cat? (laughs) (laughs) Richard's just thinking to himself, like, he can't trust any of the three of you, so it's just about impressing Mr. Ruiz now. And Mr. Ruiz does head into the cave, Chad charging in after him. And the cave, it's narrow at first, and... It's an odd-looking cave, because there seem to be mineral deposits in the stone that reflect the light in odd ways, almost like eyes looking at you from the darkness. Almost like eyes? Yeah, almost. Not quite, but almost. (laughs) Okay. Chet, Susan, this is scary. Chet is over there. Uh, He's holding his Rolex up against the wall, trying to see if the gems in the wall match what he's (laughs) rocking on his wrist. Not quite. And Susan just shakes her head and says, "Um, Dick, this is why you're probably going to be optimized. You just can't accept the new normal, and we really need you to be able to scale yourself up when called upon to do so. And uh, you don't seem to be able to really make things pop. What? Look at my body. Harassment dick. (laughs) Making another note on the clipboard. Optimize me, Susan. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Ruiz has headed on further into the cave. He doesn't seem to have a light source with him. He's just moving into the darkness. And you can feel uh, certainly that the ground is sloping down a bit. Hmm. Chet has pulled out his iPhone and flipped on the little flashlight on it. So has Chad. Susan has uh, apparently three juggling balls that glow in the dark because her secret hobby is juggling. So she's just <laughs> juggling these glow in the dark balls. <laughs> the word apparently did a lot of work there. Just looks like a fucking strobe. I love that she's not just holding them out at arm's length, but is juggling with them. <laughs> It's a metaphor for the things that a woman in business is called upon to do. (laughs) She has to juggle so many different things in her life. (laughs) With the light, you can see Rui seems to know exactly where he's going. The cave, it doesn't look like it's been machined or tunneled at all. This all looks natural. But there is a a sort of tunnel that is curving downwards, and he's walking down there fairly surely. From up ahead in the darkness, you can hear those of you who've heard whispering sounds. 
can hear again things that sound a bit like those whisperings up ahead. Chad immediately thinks his dad and the board who he, you know, often summers with are down there. So he, um, using his flashlight, sprints ahead of Ruiz and tries to go follow where the whispers are coming from. There he goes. As you head down the tunnel following Ruiz, you each get the impression that there are more people walking down with you than just the five of you. It's one of those things where you just keep getting the sense out of the corner of your eye that there's perhaps someone else there or more people there. But when you look around, particularly with the light, you can only see the four of you plus Ruiz. But every time you look specifically in one direction, again, there's there's a sensation of people there in the gloom in your peripheral vision. Todd? <laughs> I think at this stage I'd like a sand roll. Yeah, that sounds about right. I got a 95. That seems not great. I got an 89. <laughs> I got a 43, and that's a fail. Oh, God, I fumbled. <laughs> so dick is going to lose four points of san okay and i'm going to roll for everyone else because you all failed for susan she loses oh four points (laughs) chet loses one point and chad only one point as well okay so, for some reason, this is getting to Susan and Dick a lot more than it is to the other two. I think Richard's just a little bit paranoid that everyone's out to get him, and now they've like brought other people here to embarrass mm. him, and it's kind of driving him crazy, thinking about, what are they doing? What kind of trick is this? Yeah. Susan's wondering if this is part of the optimization, and that's why she's here, and she's getting a bit agitated because she's always done a good job, and she's always prioritized the company first. And so that's why all the other people are here. So she's getting a little agitated, but doesn't show it because that's not who Susan from HR is. (laughs) And as you head further down, Rui stops ahead of you for a moment and then turns back. In the gloom, his eyes look even more sunken into his head than they were before. And he says, can I ask you all, Now to extinguish all light sources. Susan's agitated juggling just kind of slows. (laughs) Richard smiles to provide a little bit of light. (laughs) You've had the special radium finish on your teeth, have you? Chad says flatly, no. Then... Thank you for your time so far. You will not be required. Wait here and you will be processed afterwards. No, I think I'm going to go. No, he says. Susan. Are you telling me I can't go see my dad? I am. Chad turns his light off reluctantly because he's a little scared of this man now. Chad is sitting there and he's just got one finger up. As he's trying to send the last couple of emails and then (laughs) closes his phone. (laughs) Susan is quietly disappointed that Chad actually turned his light off. (laughs) She was hoping he would uh, 
get kicked out of the program. Mm. And as you switch your lights off, you can see that there is a bit of a glow coming from up ahead. He says, then we continue. Susan makes a note on her clipboard because she's so used to writing on it that she can do it in the dark, that there's finally something that puts the fear of someone into Chad. (laughs) Oh, I should have mentioned Richard carrying this shitty wooden oar that he found in his room. It's part of his presentation. Uh, So he just is using that like a walking stick (laughs) in the cave. (laughs) It was like propped up against the wall in the closet. Of course you are. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) he loves props whenever he presents you may be up shit creek but you're not without a paddle exactly you and your oar head into this natural chamber this amphitheater Mm. the light that's coming from up ahead is a sort of sickly yellowish green and you can see that there is something in the center of the room this curved stone no it's not really a stone is it jutting up from the ground it's huge about maybe 40 feet tall oh my god please tell me it's an angel statue (laughs) that's the rest of the episode (laughs) it's neil diamond (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of this horn shape but you can see that there's stuff carved within it and Hmm. from the light that it gives off you can see that there are shadows all around it and you can't make out the details but there are shapes moving in the darkness the shadows that have been walking with you you can see them a bit more clearly now and they're sort of fanning around but they're not joining these other shapes down in the darkness can i get a closer look just to see if those are inspirational quotes on the (laughs) stone (laughs) Give me a spot hidden roll. It says, we're greater than the sum of our parts. And it's just like a man with 20 arms. I fumbled. I fucking fumbled again. Yeah, you're pretty certain that what's inscribed onto this is the full text of how to win friends and influence people. (laughs) (laughs) I got like a little bit spooked earlier and i forgot a lot of the quotes i'd memorized for my presentation so i want to get really close and try to memorize some of these quotes for my speech it's a bit difficult to get close because there does seem to be a depression a sort of pit and there does seem to be says richard a sort of moat around it (laughs) the moat seems to be where these shapes are moving oh there's a moat (laughs) okay well a dry moat it's not filled with liquid dick's familiar with a dry moat Hey, Chad, could you help me with something? I'm just trying to get over this little depression I'm in. You should call a therapist. (laughs) We're all just trying to get over this little depression. (laughs) It's been since 2020, my dude. It's not a little depression. It's a deep depression. Mm -hmm. Corporate America. You're looking at a lip going down about 30 feet. Ooh. Without climbing gear, you're not getting down there. How wide is it? Oh, about 40 or 50 feet wide. Jump it, Dick. You can do it. I'm just going to look at that and and kind of back up. Jump it. Shut up, Chad. Uh, Mr. Ruiz, I'm going to put my hand up. Is there uh, a point to all of this? What is this? This, all this spectacle. The point is, 
the shareholders will decide today who goes forward to serve them in the executive and who will serve them afterwards in other capacities. Well, Chad does coffee. I mean, is this necessary? Yeah, Chad has points in art craft make coffee. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> As Dick is standing on the edge of this thing. Oh, no. Chet pulls the book out, the uh, Trust Fall Strategy Guide, <laughs> and he sort of glances at him for a second, and then he shakes his head and thinks better of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just using my oar for support, but I'm going to go back to the group after seeing the moat. Everybody, there's a there's like a big uh, kind of fucking moat around the, the horn statue or whatever that is. I don't think the company made this. I mean, Graves isn't a digging company. I don't know who would have done this. Isn't it, though? <laughs> well, I guess I'm not sure. I'd like you to make a guesstimate, Dick, about what we do here at this company. <laughs> I was reading about this uh, Japanese philosophy called Ikigai, and there's this one part of the Venn diagram that's like, uh, just at work, you should be doing things that you enjoy that that fulfill your life. And I'm not having fun right now, Susan. Uh, Dick, 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 uh, we're going to need you to maintain some flexibility here. We're trying to uh, stay nimble as a company where we need to react to markets as we see them. And I need you to react to your situation and spin the positive out of it so we can move forward. And by that, I mean, Dick, please literally move forward. <laughs> but there's a big pit there. <laughs> Dick, I don't feel like you're being a team player here. <laughs> Just in time isn't my specialty. <laughs> As evidenced by when I arrived. Remember, Dick, that part of our, our corporate values involve keep moving forward. We always, always keep our eye on the prize. Yeah, but if I go into that giant chasm, it's going to be like a hot dog in a hallway. I'm not even going to be able to find my way out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you understand, Chet. <laughs> oh. Sweet Jesus. I'm <laughs> sure I don't. <laughs> Mr. Ruiz, uh, if this is the big show, I'm I'm ready to make my presentation. Is there somewhere in particular I should be standing? Yes, he says. And he points to a sort of natural stone dais that's just off to the side. <laughs> and says, stand on there and... Address the shareholders, he says, pointing down at the pit. Chet makes his way. I don't see my dad, though. Where are they? Mr. Ruiz smiles at you and says, Your father is not here. These are the real shareholders. Ah, <laughs> Fuck you, Chad. Fuck you, dick. <laughs> Chet is already up on this dais. <laughs> and he's straightening his tie and sort of checking the buttons on his suit and everything, um, clearing his throat. Now that you're in a better position to see, mm -hmm. do you want to give me a spot-hidden roll just to see what you can make out? Absolutely, I do. Let's make that roll first, and then I'll check to see if I'm any good at that. Uh-oh. I rolled a, what is that, 83, and I have 40 in spot-hidden, so no. 
And so you've been told that you're going to address these shareholders, but you can't really see any shareholders. You can just see these the shifting shadows down below and the sickly glow. Chet makes these sort of TED Talk type presentations all the time. He's used to the lights of the stage. You can't really see <laughs> no. the audience. So honestly, that's kind of, if anything, he's more comfortable in that sort of environment. At the same time, yes, there do seem to be now more and more of these dark shapes and the shadows around you whispering amongst themselves. And Chet says, uh, I understand we all have just arrived. Uh, no need to necessarily take your seats. If it's all right, I'll go ahead and begin. He's nervous, Susan. Is there any response at all? <laughs> Ruiz just nods at you. Uh, good evening, uh, board members. Is that what we're... He sort of looks at Ruiz. Shareholders. 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 He's fucking up, Susan. We're here to imagine the future of this great organization. And the future of this organization is the Chet Norsworth experience. TM. And he says TM out loud because he has actually trademarked that phrase. <laughs> so what is the Norsworth experience? Well... I'll tell you, the Norseworth experience is all about synergizing workforce strategies, implementing a broad economic paradigm, and leveraging global markets to maximize end-user outcomes while minimizing risk factors. Through our inter-office work plan, we will streamline work processes, evolve the employee experience, and enhance consumer ownership. With the Chet Norsworth experience, with Chet Norsworth on any executive team, the only question left to ask is how high is too high? <laughs> and he waits for applause. Fuck, he said what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you even had Chet Norsworth experience. <laughs> but it wasn't TM because I haven't trademarked it. There is no applause. There is a long pause. And then this almost whispering that begins down in the the pit. You can hear the voices building up, and it's almost like they're combining into a single voice. And Chet is nodding and smiling. He assumes this is a growing <laughs> murmur of approval. It's the wisdom of crowds is what we're hearing. <laughs> <laughs> There's this sibilant hissing whisper that comes up and says, yes, yes. This is all very good, all very good, all very good, all very good. Yes, yes, yes. But what will he do for us? What will he bring for us? What, 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 what will, what will he sacrifice for us? <laughs> um, perhaps I, I, I apologize. Perhaps I wasn't clear about the Norseworth experience. <laughs> uh, to elaborate. Could you go back to slide 12? <laughs> <laughs> and zoom in on that chart. <laughs> and he's shuffling through some index cards. Susan's leaning over his shoulder using the laser pointer to point to which cards he needs to go back to. To just point at things. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, again, um, there's, there's simply nothing that we can't do. Richard's going to suck it up and clap. He's like, this was really good. <laughs> Chad unscrews the bottle and chugs the whole fucking bourbon and throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there is another long pause 
And then this whispering builds up again, and it just comes to one word in the end, which is disappointing. <gasps> I thought it was going to be dick. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. And Mr. Ruiz turns around and says, well, thank you, Mr. Norsworth. Who would like to present next? Susan will march forward. Chad sees Susan walking up and like non-consensually grabs her shoulder, pulls her back and steps up and... (laughs) She pulls another shoulder strap off. (laughs) Chad looks down at the... Can I spot hit and check out these... You absolutely can. All right, hell yeah. See if daddy's there? All right, 87, so that's a super fail. Our last 20 rolls have been like all over 80. Yeah, it's roll 20. It's a fucking asshole. Don't forget, if you want, you can always try to find a way of pushing the roll if you if you really want to see what's down there. Yeah, I'd like to push the spot hidden roll by like putting my hands on the lectern and leaning a little bit more forward to look. Like a lot more forward, like resting my gut on the lectern and... It is quite precarious. There isn't a lectern as such, it's more of just the rim of the pit. Great, I'm going to put my toes up to the rim of the pit and peer deeper (laughs) over. After having slugged a fucking 24-ounce bourbon. And I rolled an 11. (laughs) Okay. Aww. So, leaning over there in the sickly light coming off this thing, which now that you're looking closer, you can see is this... It looks like a tooth, this huge inhuman tooth jutting out of the ground that's been carved with strange runes. And in the light coming off it, you can see the shapes down there in the darkness of the shareholders looking up at you. And... They're all wrong. They're shaped all wrong. There are too many eyes looking up at you and twisted forms moving around strangely in the darkness, writhing over one another. The soft susurrus of dry skin on skin as they move around. Chad's able to read the room. Um... (laughs) Well, do you want to give me a sand roll, first of all? Yeah, I do. And I rolled a 100. <laughs> you rolled a 100. Yeah. This okay. is insane. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you're going to lose eight points of sand. <laughs> Jeez. Awesome. From 40, I am now at 31. Am I in a bout of madness? Uh, yeah. You don't need to roll <laughs> an intelligence roll. At this stage, yes, you are... In the grips of a bout of madness. Now, you've heard the voice of the shareholders. You've heard them talk about sacrifice. You've heard them talk about what it is they need from all of you. What is it that you're willing to sacrifice to them? All right, shareholders, and can I roll for charm? (laughs) I've got 65. Let's see what you say and do first. And I think whatever you do is going to have to be pretty fucking extreme, having just lost all that sand. Chad removes his blazer and holds it up. 
shareholders, this blazer is $15,000. Throws it away. It's like, <laughs> these keys are to a brand new BMW, and that's $95,000. Chucks them. He's like, you can have my family. You can have my money. I just want to run this company. That is all I ever have wanted to do. I just want to be important. And he starts crying. I just, I just want to mean something to somebody. Thanks. I've never felt important. I flew here on my dad's jet. <laughs> you just please validate me for God's sakes. He just crumples into a heap onto the ground, just <laughs> like just terrifyingly crying. Susan, are you taking video? <laughs> Shh. Charm roll. <laughs> well, before we get to that, there is again this building of whispers, and the voice comes up and says, "Yes, yes, yes." These sacrifices, these sacrifices, these sacro, sac, 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 sacrifices. These are only things, though, these things. We don't care about things, but you mentioned family. Take it. Take them, take me, take the whole thing. I just want to be in charge. Are you willing to give us, give us, give us, give us, give us your family? Give us, give us their blood, give us... Give us everything. Chad goes, I'll give you everything. And he walks over and he grabs Dick and drags him over and starts shaking Dick's blood out what? all over them. <laughs> <laughs> all over them. And he's like, look, you can have blood, whatever you want. I want to hit him with the oar if he does that. So it sounds like a fighting maneuver then to grab Dick and, yeah. and drag him over there, and then Dick's fighting back with the oar. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Chet's watching this, and he's got his index cards with the Norseworth experience, and he just starts tearing them up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta start over. This is all wrong. All right, so my fighting was a 55. I'm gonna push that roll. You can't push fighting rolls. Oh, shit. Can I use luck on the fighting roll? You can. Oh, God. I don't think you need much. <laughs> oh, no, you failed, too? Yeah, I got an 85. Well, no, but I have to get to 25, and I don't have it. I can get to 26. Fuck. Oh, oh no. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to use luck to succeed, Scott. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go from 85 to 45. I'm going to spend 40 luck. Oh, my God. To win this. Are you just hitting him, or is this a fighting maneuver? What are you doing? Push him into the pit. Yeah, why not? Let's push him into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. That's the spirit. He broke my nose earlier. <laughs> In which case, you poke him with the oar, and there is just this frozen moment, I think, where Chad is pinwheeling in the air, his arms <laughs> waving desperately, holding onto nothing, and grabs out for that rotten oar as he's falling backwards. And it's so rotten that the tip of it just comes away. And he tumbles backwards. Fuck you, Dick! <laughs> <laughs> and down below, you can hear the very wet and joyous sound of shareholder delight. Gross, dude. <laughs> Susan's going to march up to the platform, and she's going to look down. So, spot hidden, I guess. Yep. 
That was an accident, Susan. You saw what happened. Uh-huh. So that is a success. <laughs> so I'll roll my sand now. Okay. Am I dead? But I've got an extreme with a 007, which fits what Susan was thinking anyway. Okay, so you only lose one point of sand. So Susan just looks down and sees all the slithering and tentacles and everything. And well, that just kind of makes sense to her, considering all the stuff the company does. Those aren't tentacles. Those are entrails. Ah. They look mm. nice and fresh. Good. Good. Considering all the blood sucking we do metaphorically, the fact that we also do it literally makes sense to Susan. <laughs> so she's going to just drop all the corporate lingo and she's just going to look down and she's going to say, I've already given everything for the last 11 years. I have given every moment of my time. I have given relationships. I have sacrificed everything. And I will give you anything you want from here. Anything. Anything, 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 anything. Anything. What do you want? What do you promise? Words are not enough. No, no, no. We, we need to hear what you promise. You must make the promises. You must make the offerings. You must make the sacrifices. What, 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 what do you offer us? I have so many young hopefuls who come through my office every day. And I will bring you all of them. Every single one. All the blood and bone and brain. All the future, all the talent. All you could ever want. Yes, yes, yes. So much, so much, so much, so much, so much. Yes, yes, yes. We like this. We like this. We like this. Yes. Chet, Susan is fucked up. And Susan is just kind of smiling. Mm. And yeah, there are lots of happy noises coming from below. Now, Chad, on the other hand, I, you are sort of gone, but you're not really. Because even though your corporeal form is no longer of any use to the shareholders, or at least it isn't, once they've finished, well, doing what it is they want to do with your remains, there's still enough left of you, still enough of that, that essence, that drive, that chadness, that they can still make use of. And whether in the short term that just means helping out in the kitchen at the saloon when there's retreats going on, or making sure people's clothes get put away, just keeping the place neat and tidy, maintaining the town, or maybe they can find other uses for you. But in the meantime, you can certainly join all the other shapes there in the darkness and all the other faceless people who have had everything stripped away from them, but are still there as the bedrock of the Graves Corporation. Am I on the board now? No. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're a drudge. <laughs> You're not even an intern anymore. You gotta bring the entrails coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. I've got 45 in coffee making. Just a real moment here. 
Chet has now witnessed Dick launch an intern <laughs> into a pit of unknown to him, but it didn't sound good. And then Susan said that she would offer the <laughs> organs of the employees as a sacrifice. And so he has begun edging pretty urgently towards the... You're edging Dick? <laughs> no, we're not edging Dick. He's moving pretty urgently towards the entrance, the the tunnel that they came into <laughs> and he has his phone out and he's like desperately trying to bring up the uber app <laughs> susan wants to reach out and grab him yeah okay don't worry chet just think of it as uh you're being let go you're part of a permanent outplacement <laughs> susan was the bbeg <laughs> <laughs> and try and push him into the pit <laughs> jesus <laughs> Do I get to resist this? You absolutely do. <laughs> We're not picking up your option, Chet. <laughs> what do I do to resist that? It depends what you want to do. If you simply want to get out of the way and try to flee, you can make a dodge roll. If you want to try to push Susan into the pit instead, uh, you could fight back, though your odds aren't as good. What should I roll? That would be fighting brawl for Susan. Well, I don't think he's fighting back. He's trying to leave. He's not interested in any of this. So roll dodge, then, to try to disengage. I don't have much of that. Do you have luck? I rolled an 18, which is a... Spending one luck would be a hard success, but I'm going to spend... What do I need to spend? 11 luck to make it an extreme success? Uh, yeah. I've also got an extreme... Scott, can okay. I spend it down to one? I know it doesn't get the extra damage bonus. But in this case, when it comes to tie-breaking, no. It means that, yeah, you can't spend enough luck to stop Chet getting away here. You're desperately trying to grab on, but he's too slippery. and That tracks. Chet is running off into the darkness somewhere. Oh, they'll get him anyway. It's fine. We'll come back to Chet in a moment. Sure. Meanwhile, Dick still hasn't made his presentation. Obviously, Chad has gone to serve the shareholders in his own way. There is mm. this little kerfuffle going on within the HR organization. But what is Dick doing? Do you think he needs to roll sand for killing Chad? I don't think he really had the realization at first of what he did. But after hearing the noises and everything... I think that is a very good point. I think, yes, you absolutely should roll sand for that. Oh, I'm at 41 and rolled a 40. Okay, so you don't lose any sand for that. Then I'll make my way to the dais area with my ore, with what's left of it, the rotting ore. Do you want to give me that spot hidden roll just to see what lies below? Yeah, I'd like to do that. I think <laughs> I'm 45 in that. 15, hard success. <laughs> Okay, so again, yes, you do see the nameless shapes of the shareholders down below. Hmm. The dryness of their slithering is somewhat lessened by the fact they have been moistened. Do I see Chad? Any, like, remnant Chad? There's bits of Chad all over them. Ugh. They're wallowing in Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, do I need to roll another sanity? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> it's a lot different thinking I might have killed him than seeing bits of him. Okay, I did fail that one with 89. Okay, in which case... Oh, that's only two points of San. You never liked Chad. He broke your nose. Four would have put me into about, yeah. All right, yeah, very good. So I'm going to keep making my way up to uh, my presentation then. That's a shame about Chad. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, Graves Corporation. Uh, I am here to present my case for joining the executive team, something that I've been angling for all seven weeks that I've worked here. And did you know that a Gallup study found that when people leave their companies, 65% of them are actually leaving their managers? They're not leaving the Graves Corporation. They're leaving Susan and Chet and all the other people in the executive team. You need someone like me to come in. And have you ever read the book, This Is Your Ship? And he holds up the oar and then kind of dramatically slams it down on the rock and says, the key to being a successful skipper is to see the ship through the eyes of the crew. And I can do that. You've seen what I'm capable of. I can make someone walk the plank like poor Chad did. Whatever it takes to be uh, be in charge there. I am uh, Dick Pocket. My friends call me Richard. And I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one's making a dollar sign. What color is my parachute? Blood red. <laughs> the other one's making a yellow sign. <laughs> there again is this build-up of whispers from down below. And it almost seems to be conversation going on between them rather than directed mm. at you. So saying, well, Good. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Yes, this this one has given us a sacrifice already. Will he give us more? Will he give us more? He says, he says that he will, and he is the only one who has given us real blood so far. Yes, maybe, maybe this is the one. Susan doesn't like the sound of this. Can she try and push Dick into the pit? (laughs) (laughs) You certainly can. Susan has been overlooked at this company for a decade now. She's not letting anybody stand in her way. She is done with this glass ceiling. (laughs) She wants to shatter it with Dick. (laughs) I just want to go up behind him and push him into the pit. Okay, so you've got to go up onto the dais, clamber up on the dais behind him and push him in. Dick will see this coming. Hey, Dick. I got a zero one. (laughs) What? (laughs) What is Dick doing here? Well, obviously now I'm dodging and trying to roll a zero one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, zero one. Because that's what I have to do. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know. I rolled a thirty-five. I roll so well only when it comes to killing Cup's characters. <laughs> so I tried to like really plant the ore into the ground, but it's it's more like hard stone. So I was trying to hang on there. Well, I think then as you are trying to plant the ore in the ground there. Well, what happens is the splintered edge of the oar just pierces you like a stake as you tumble forward. <gasps> Susan can see the sharp end of the oar come out through Dick's back as he tumbles <laughs> forward into the pit. And again, there is that wet ripping sound from down below. It's your ship! <laughs> <laughs> and these whispers of, Yes, 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 he, he, 
made good on the sacrifice. He made good on the sacrifice. He sacrificed himself. Oh, very good, very good, very good, very good. As Dick gets the credit for the, <laughs> for the kill. That's good. I have two credits. Susan is used to people giving credit for things she does to a man. <laughs> you got big eyes in killing Richard. At least he's dead. That is my consolation, him and Chad. With that, uh, Mr. Ruiz looks round at you and says, Well, I suppose you're the only one left then. Mm, yes. By process of elimination, the fast track position is yours. Wonderful. Diversity higher, I know. <laughs> well. Slow blink. He says, obviously this will require a great many changes. But I'm sure that you'll adapt to them over time. I'm certain. Then we will make our way back into the saloon and we can prepare you for your new role there. Mm. Just happy it wasn't Chad. Or Dick. <laughs> and meanwhile, Chet had run off into the darkness of these tunnels underneath, well, underneath the hills near the ghost town. Do you want to give me a navigate roll just to make sure you can find your way back out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, well, I needed a 10 and I got an 11. Ooh. So we're going to spend that luck. Yeah. And make that a 10. So you almost take some wrong turns under the ground there. And it's not helped by the fact that everywhere you look, there are now more of these shadow forms flitting around you. You can see them now, even looking at them, not just in your peripheral vision now, these Empty, hollow shapes, these you know, sort of human shapes that look like they've had everything drained out of them. Just these looks of perpetual horror on their faces. And just for a moment, as you flip your torch by, as you're making your way out, you catch sight of one of them, and it, it looks an awful lot like Chad. I never liked him anyway, so that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Do you want to give me a sand roll anyhow? Just for the shock of recognition. Sure. As I yell at him, you've been outsourced. <laughs> the ghostly sound of, hey, what's up, Chet? <laughs> That's a 69, uh, which is not enough. Nice. <laughs> okay. Only two points. Like you say, you never really liked Chad. Glad he's gone. How much sand have you lost in total so far? I've lost three now. I'm taking this all in stride, surprisingly. Yes. Speaking of stride, I am at a dead sprint <laughs> at this point. <laughs> this is just another day in your corporate life. You know what? Uh, you get used to just sort of seeing people come and go. You try not to get attached. It's just part of the business. With that, you make your way out into the scrubland. And you can see the town off in the distance. And I am making a beeline to where my Uber driver dropped me off, <laughs> thinking somehow I can get a ride. <laughs> it is getting dark at this stage as well. You can make out the town okay. in the distance, but it is dusk. And as you're making your way across the scrubland, it's getting darker and darker. Great. The surge rates are going to be insane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Especially if all those shadows are trying to leave too. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, as it is getting darker, you can see that there are more of these shadows out of the plain with you making their way back to the town. It does take you about an hour of staggering through the scrub, but at least with it being dark, it's... It's not as as hot and sweaty as it was before. In fact, now you're beginning to feel quite cold as you get into the town. I button up another row of buttons on my suit. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, yeah, your Uber driver isn't there. Because why would he be? (laughs) Am I getting a signal yet? No. So Chad threw his keys away, right? But Susan had her own car. Yes. Yeah, I am going to make towards her car, not having the keys necessarily, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I can hotwire it and having never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hotwiring cars is quite tricky these days. But yeah, if if you want to try to break in, what are you just smashing a window? And... Yeah, I'm just grabbing a rock and smashing a window. Do you want to give me a hard electrical repair roll to see whether you can hotwire this? Sure. Hey, I have a 55 in electrical repair. Thanks, Rena. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got 36, so I would need to spend nine more luck, which I will do. Okay. To make that a hard success. Nice. You're doing this by the, the dome light inside the car, just desperately trying to spark this and sure enough you find the right wires and it sparks off and there is this really unsettling feeling that you're not alone in the car again it's out of your peripheral vision you look around it's all right but when you're looking at the wires there's just this feeling that there's someone in the seat behind you and and in the seat beside you and what kind of car is this alexis alexis ooh la la Okay, well, um, the only thing Chet can think to do is maybe turn all of the seat heaters on max. Maybe that will make them uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But then he uh, puts the car into drive. (laughs) Okay, and with that, you head off, and the alarm is still beeping around inside the car from when you smash the window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, the Lexus does have the OnStar button uh, standard. And your suit is now covered in cat hair, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. And that is the worst thing that's happened to him all night. <laughs> I'm going to say self-imposed sand roll for the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 86. (laughs) So either for the cat hair or the shadows in the car. (laughs) Yes, either way, it's creeping you out a bit. But yes, you are driving off into the darkness of the the Arizona night with a car full of passengers. And where are you taking your new friends? I'm going down the road back the way that I came... I'm trying to get to the airport. Okay. We'll deal with you later. Let's wrap (laughs) things up with Susan. Mr. Ruiz takes you back to, to the saloon. And he says, there are certain preparations we need to make 
for you to enter the scheme? Are you willing to do everything that it takes? Everything. Right, he says. He reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out a surprisingly old-fashioned looking revolver and he hands it to you. There is one final sacrifice you need to make before you can be admitted. I'll wait for you outside, he says. Susan looks at the revolver, looks around, everyone else is dead, unless they want her to go after Chet, and she has a feeling Chet's been taken care of. She writes herself up for bringing a firearm to a work event. (laughs) (laughs) She writes him up for bringing a firearm to a work event. It was properly handed in to a representative from Human Resources. (laughs) So that's fine. This won't be the weirdest thing I've done all weekend. Sometime later, your reanimated husk is put on the fast-track program. Mm. With that last sacrifice, everything that was holding you back from delivering excellence is gone. You are now the perfect vessel for the Graves Corporation's values. And anyone who is sent to Susan from the board's office, (laughs) mysteriously, is never seen again. Yes. And let's just have a last coda with Chet. So Chet gets off to the airport and you're flying back to where? Chet is, you know, his address, he has addresses in LA and New York. He's one of those, but... (laughs) He's actually in a bit of a panic, and so he's the only thing he could think was to fly home to Indiana. Even though the plane is half empty, the the seats around you do seem to be occupied, not when you look at them directly, but there's definitely people there. And Are they taking both armrests? <laughs> That's the true horror, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> When they brush against you, they leave lint on your suit. (laughs) (laughs) When you get to the airport at the other end and get to your Uber or your taxi home, the vehicle does feel oddly full. The driver keeps looking around as well as if he's trying to work out what's going on. And Chet just sort of shrugs and goes, I think they're with me. (laughs) Then you hear a locket click. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> they are with you. They are with you forever. I suppose at some point the Graves Corporation may want to get their corporate property back, but I think the true horror lies in the fact that at least for the time being, you have Dick as your eternal roommate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye, someone wearing only socks. <laughs> Is there anything worse than ghost dick? (laughs) So there's, in theory, at all times, dozens of these just sort of just out of view. Yeah. But one day when Chet just senses that it's dick that's (laughs) right next to him on his right, he reaches into both pockets. He pulls out his uh, bottle of hand sanitizer that he had (laughs) and his Zippo lighter. (laughs) 
And he <laughs> says, we're going through a reduction in force. And he lights it and squirts the hand sanitizer <laughs> in the direction where he thinks of dicks. Oh. <laughs> uh, even in death, Dick can't get any respect. <laughs> when they find my remains in the... Uh, in the smoldering ruins of my parental home in Indiana, they find it inexplicably unburned. I'm holding a single business card that just says the Norsworth experience on it <laughs> and no other contact information. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed or subscribe to ain't slayed nobody plus at apple podcasts nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber see our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers thank you and good luck out there <laughs>